Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Com morning show. Yes, me here. Hello. Testing the audio on this thing. That's the Beatles, obviously, with a little song called "In My Life." I'd put that in my top five favorite Beatles songs of all time for sure. I say that because today, uh, like every year, on December twenty second, I honor the memory of my mother, who passed away on this date. In the year 2000, 23 years ago today. I've told the story a million times. Uh, you can go back to other December podcasts. I won't re- recoup or recount the blow by blow. But uh, in a nutshell, basically in the year 2000, she finally had a gallbladder surgery. She got it taken out. And <clears throat> turns out she had cancerous cells in the gallbladder. And by the time they started discovering... Uh, where that cancerous cells came from, they had already drifted into the lymph nodes and got into her liver, and uh, she was gone within a matter of months. And that event, you know, I guess it goes without saying, but it did change my life. Uh, I was 22 years old. I hadn't, uh, hadn't done anything. I was still in college. I was in a completely different place in my life. I was working in a cinema. Uh, I think I was the manager there at that point, a cinema. And uh, I hadn't got back into drawing comics yet. I was still going to college thinking I was going to go into film production. And I'd, I was taking creative writing classes and whatnot. And I was also a, a DJ on the local college radio station. <clears throat> but after she died, I decided to start drawing comics again, get back into art. Because she always um, encouraged my art. She always uh, loved when I painted and I drew and I did some comics back in high school, uh, but had stopped for a long time. But after she died, I decided, you know, I got these characters I'd love to do something with. I would love to tell my story about about her and put it in the book. And so I did, and that became Pleasant Life. And that was my first major work, I would say. I mean, 500-page graphic novel, in which now, this year, I launched a sequel to. And, of course, I talk about my mom in the book as well not as much because it's been many years but uh she, she does resonate still in the work and, and without her dying i learned the lesson that life is short nothing is guaranteed you need to live for your dreams so and my dream was to do comics and that's what i wanted to do and that's what i did so that event is why i or that thing that's the reasons why i mark this event on this day, December 22nd. And here it is, 2023. She's been gone 23 years this year. I'm 45 years old. So that means I was 22 when she died. 
So, this year marks the first year that, in my lifetime, she's been dead longer than I had her in my life while she was alive, right? Uh, kind of trippy to think of it that way. And of course, the first five years, I wasn't making any memories. Growing up, my mother and I, she was my best friend. The first nine years of my life, you know, we, we lived out in the country. My brothers were pretty much grown up and gone by that point. There's no neighbor kids to play with, really. It was her and I. So we I would get off the bus for school, and we'd get in the car, and we'd go into town. We'd go to the bookstore. It was called the Bookmark in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And we'd pick up our star logs. We'd pick up, she'd pick up her gossip rag. She loved Hollywood gossip. Loved it. She would get. She would love TMZ today, you know, or Twitter probably. She would love that. And uh, we'd probably rent some movies. We'd get some McDonald's or Arby's. And, uh, you know, we'd probably hit the grocery store or Kmart or, you know, it wasn't Walmart back then. There barely was a Meyer. There was a store called Giant Way, which was kind of like a, a Meyer. That's long gone. Uh, Kmart was big. We'd go to the Kmart, and there was a little diner in the back there. We'd eat the at the diner in the Kmart. And <clears throat> but I bet you I still got some magazines and and mad magazines and comics and um, books and things that I know she bought me. I still have them. And I know I've got some of my original Star Wars figures. I know she bought those because my dad sure didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, she... I wouldn't be who I am today without her. I mean, that's... It seems like that's kind of obvious, because obviously I would not be here literally without her. But she influenced my life in many ways. She introduced me to the Beatles, right? I remember being five years old, five or six years old, and she, we had a record player that lit up with disco lights on the bottom of it. And she said, we had a small collection of records. And she said, listen, this is the Beatles. They were the greatest band that ever lived, and one day you're going to want to know about them, so here. Let's, let's listen to it. And she put on uh, the Beatles' greatest hits, the Red Album and the Blue Album, right? Which just got remastered this year, and I've got it. So I don't have it physically, but I've got the digital copies of it. I will get the physical CDs at some point, because you know me, I'm a completist. Uh, I do have one of her records that literally was her record in her collection. I kept it all throughout the years. It was a copy of the soundtrack to Eddie and the Cruisers. Uh, she loved that movie. So uh, when we were parting all her stuff, I saw that record, even though she'd given up her records long before, but she still had that one, and I took that. See, this was Mom's. She loved this, so I took it. I've got her last driver's license. I've got her last uh, pair of glasses. I've got Afghans that she crocheted. Um, a few other things, but over the years I've let some things go. She had a chair that I let go of, and uh, some blankets that she made I've given away to my kids because, you know, they're, they're for them, too, you know. You can't hold on to things forever. You start carrying dead people's things, it becomes ghosts in your life that you just kind of carry around. They're really the only currency we have in life are our stories, and how we how we treat each other and how we remember people. People are only stored in memory, you know. So when I'm gone, people are only going to remember how I was, how I treated them, memories of me. And if you remember those things, then I'm still there. I'm not really gone, right? So that same way, 
mom is the same way. And matter of fact, today I gassed up my car and uh, every time I've probably told this on the podcast, but years ago when I went to college, my parents would loan, gave me a copy of their gas card and they said, you get $100 a month to spend on gas via this card. And always get a receipt because one time, she says, one time I got double charged. So always get a receipt. Always get the receipt. I'm like, okay, I will. Sure. And then I'll tell you, it's been 23 years since she's been gone. Every time I pay gas at the pump and it asks for a receipt, I click yes. Even though I know not once have I been double charged. Not once. But I just, it's a superstition I have. I can't. I can't, I don't care if I'm in a hurry, I don't care how cold it is, I will wait and push that yes, and I will wait for the receipt to come out. If it doesn't come out, that's fine. Uh, if it doesn't ask me, that's fine, but if it asks me and I push yes and the receipt comes out, I've got to get it. Because I feel like if I don't, it's bad luck, something will happen to me, or uh, at worst, I'm letting go of her, and I, I, I can't do that. you got to carry some things with you and even something small and stupid like that that's what i do <clears throat> but anyway she introduced me to the beatles she introduced me to monty python she introduced me to cool movies like aliens um terminator mad max we, i remember we watched star trek the next generation premiere night together she took me to my first movie star trek 3 she introduced me to star trek ladies and gentlemen and that is if you had to pick three things in my life that mean the most to me, Star Trek would probably undoubtedly be at the very top. I mean, outside of, like, my family, you know. I mean, I'm saying, like, things I love, comics, uh, music, Star Trek would be at the top of that triangle, right? Uh, and she encouraged my love of these things, you know. She was a collector like me in a way, but uh, I was more hardcore than her. She always desired to do something, like write a book, and something creative and I think if she had lived a different life she might have done that she might have pursued that but she never got the chance to she died at 54 which is nine years away from where I'm at right now I'm 45 uh, my dad next year will turn 80 so I hope statistically I can make it that far too uh, I don't know most of my family goes in their 60s so I don't know what I'll have Either way, eh, I'm grateful for what I got, right? I'm grateful I had. I, I really hit the parental lottery with my mom and dad, uh, and my mother especially. You know, I, I think about her every day. I miss her. Uh, today, I, I had the day off of work, so I just kind of spent it with myself. I, I went out and I did a little driving around. I went to a place just to see if I could find some stocking stuffers for the kids. And then I went to a restaurant and took myself out to eat. You know, just had a, just had a quiet day to myself. You know, and came home and and uh, watched some stuff on YouTube and just kind of hung out. Stayed to myself. And uh, my brother called me earlier. I called my dad, too. And my dad doesn't remember what today is. And I didn't bring it up to his memory. I didn't want to bum him out. Uh, but my brother called me, and we talked for about an hour and a half about stuff, you know, just dad and remembering mom, and, and you know, and then we got to talk about movies and music, which we always do, you know, we're, we're very into that world. 
Um, yeah. She was the best. She was the best. I miss her a lot. I often wonder what would it have been like if she had lived. <clears throat> it kind of sucks because she never got to meet my kids. You know, and they they don't have the experience of having grandma's home cooking. You know, they, aren't, they don't have that memory. And that sucks. My, my mom would have loved my kids. She would have been a great grandma to them, you know. And she would have loved all the people that I've been with in my life. All my friends, my loved ones. She really would have got along with them. And I think she really would have loved the stories of me meeting the Star Trek actors and all the traveling I got to do with doing the comics. And She always would have probably have been really stoked at the stories I was telling. I don't know if she would have loved the smut. <laughs> She'd been like, oh, cool, you do your thing, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think I would share that stuff with her so much, but uh, she probably wouldn't have judged me for it. You know, she wasn't a judgmental person. She's very kind, uh, very loving, very giving. I never seen her mad very often. Not, not at all. She was always very stoked and very happy. She loved watching television. She loved murder mystery stuff. Uh, murder she wrote, Perry Mason, uh, uh, Agatha Christie stuff, Hercule Perot, all that stuff. She loved that, you know. So I got fed that. She loved sitcoms from the '80s. She loved Murphy Brown, Night Court, uh, The Cosby Show. <laughs> um, she'd get into certain shows like uh, Evening Shade. I remember that. She loved that. Um, Murphy Brown, did I say that? She loved Murphy Brown. She was always had her fingers and everything. She loved to watch the Oscars. She loved the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. So often when the Oscars were happening, I'd, I'd come and we'd watch it together, you know. And I, for a long time, I carried that tradition. I'd watch the Oscars, and now, for the last, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 years, I really haven't gave a shit. So, uh, I really kind of checked out from the Oscars, and it's good, because I, I don't care. I just don't care. A lot of her heroes, probably people like, like Bill Cosby and stuff, have all kind of went downhill. Some of their stories didn't end up so well. So, you know, I'm glad that she didn't uh, have to encounter all that. She also died in the year 2000, so the year before 9-11 happened. So ever since then, the world's kind of changed, and it's, it's really sucked since then. So she never had to encounter all that and live this last 20-some years dealing with all that. So in a way, I'm kind of grateful. She lived in during some of the best of times. Um, but I would, I would give anything, anything, just to have five minutes just to tell her what she meant to me, how much I miss her, how much I've seen what she went through. I think she she had a lot of... Uh, um, <clears throat> she had a rough road. And uh, she endured a lot. She took all of it. And she took it with kindness and grace. And uh, I think she... Um, I think in a different world things could have turned out different for her you know I sometimes wonder if she would have got her gallbladder taken out a little sooner if she would have never encountered the cancer and have lived longer 
I don't know. But I thought about that a lot this year when I started going to the doctor. Like, I need to take care of myself. I'm getting up there in age. And I want to be around for my kids. I don't want it to be, oh, shit, it's too late. <laughs> you know? I owe it to people that need me. Like my kids, especially. They they need me. So I've got to, I've got to show up and, and do the work to be better. So that's one of the main reasons I, I do what I do. Um, <clears throat> but she certainly gave me a leg up in life. I have many memories with her. Um, I wish I could remember specific talks we had together, you know, especially toward the end. I don't remember because I kept denying it. I didn't think she was really dying. Like, this doesn't happen. Things will get better. I have one videotape of her. Uh, I just bought an, an 8mm camera and I brought it to the house and I was filming the house and she was there getting ready to go to town. It's not the most flattering video of her. She wasn't expecting me to show up. Uh, but I've got you know, maybe about four or five minutes of her on film. So I'll never forget what she looks like or her voice. You know, as if I would ever forget. But, uh, yeah. I'm just grateful. I'm not sad today. Usually today is a sad day for me. But uh, to me, I've just been kind of existing. I've, I've been really balls to the wall crazy at the day job with the, the overtime and then and, and around that doing commissions and, and comic stuff and then you know after that it's dealing with the kids and parenting and all that and keeping the house together you know I, I haven't had much time just to hang back and do nothing and I was I was going to take all the today and just sit and watch movies but I ended up not doing that but the night is young it's only 10 o'clock at night I can probably squeeze a movie or two in or maybe some drawing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I wanted to record a quick uh, memento, like I always do, and honor her memory on today, December 22nd. That without her dying, there would be no pleasant life. There would be no Adam Talley doing comics. So uh, all the lessons I learned as a result of her death would not have been learned, right? So. The things that happen in life shape us to make us who we are. And I'm grateful that I had her, and I'm grateful that she was my mother. And for a time, she was here. And for all the rest of my days, I will carry her with me. That's that's the thing I've learned about death, is that it sucks for the people living behind. We, we get to carry the best parts of that other person with them, with us. So, and I, I think about her all the time. I still talk to her sometimes. She's a great listener. She don't talk back. <laughs> but in my head, sometimes she does. Anyway, folks, thanks a lot for listening to me ramble on about my mother a little bit. If you have a loved one, which I hope you do, someone in your family, someone, a friend who's close to you, reach out to them, especially during the holiday season here. Let them know you're thinking about them and you care about them. Because believe me, one day they're going to be gone. Maybe in a flash, maybe... Uh, slowly, sometimes immediately. And you'll never know when it's going to happen. So tell them you care about them. If you, if you have an artist or a writer or somebody whose work you love, write them and tell them, hey, your work means something to me. Maybe they won't write back, but maybe it will make the difference 
to somebody on some days. Believe me, I, I know people that are hardcore uh, awesome that you think, oh, man, they probably get accolades every day. They, they still have the self-doubt. That sometimes one fan writing them something positive in a very dark world will turn their whole day around. I've had those days, believe me, where I've had dark days and I'll get an email from somebody who says, oh, man, I love your last comic. It was great and remind me of this and blah, blah, blah. And I hope in the next issue this happens, that kind of thing. Or, hey, I listen to your podcast and whatever. <clears throat> those things mean the world to me. So I'm not fishing for people to email me. I mean, you can totally. Uh, com, especially since I'm looking for uh, letters for Pleasant Life issues 2 and 3 to print. And fan art, too. So if you got any of that, send it my way. Uh, but don't, you don't have to butter my biscuit. I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. But reach out to someone you care about in your life. Because one day they're going to be gone. Yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Peace and love. Take care of yourselves over the holiday weekend. And I'll see you for the next, probably the next episode is going to be the year-end celebration. So it's going to be a big episode. Unless something happens major in the next few days. That's probably what we're going to do toward the end of next week. All right? So be safe, eat hearty, enjoy your holiday, and peace and love. Take care. Meow. Meow. Thanks, cat. You knocked over my keyboard. Appreciate that. Supplementary material. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.